when I was younger, I actually had some adults tell me, you're probably not going to make very much of yourself. Those words from those adults crushed me. And I had to decide, do I let them define me or do I say, just watch me? Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. I am super happy that you're here with me today. If you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed as a small business owner, you are not alone. Okay, when all of us Well, maybe not all of us. Maybe there's like one or two people out there that didn't experience this, but I did. When you start your own business, you're the CEO, graphic designer, you're the packaging and shipping department, you're the janitor, all of those things all rolled into one. Can I get an amen from the congregation today? Of course, yes, we all have related to that. And on top of that, most women take on a greater level of responsibility in the home than their partners. Hmm. What does that often add up to? Stress, overwhelm, and oftentimes wanting to quit. That's why I'm excited for you to hear from my guest today, Melissa Kohler, a small business strategist and founder of The Blush Pages. It was so fun hearing her story of being a serial entrepreneur and having a passion to help women start and grow their own businesses. Now, she's recently released a resource called The Blush Pages. Pages where entrepreneurs can join in community, find joy in running their business, and access the help they need to build an unstoppable brand. So, you'll have the opportunity to hear all about that during our conversation. And you are definitely going to just feel the love from Melissa because it definitely shines through. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Melissa. Melissa, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Good, 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 good. Okay, so we're talking about stress and overwhelm today. And particularly, I want to hear as you're working with business owners, consulting with people, coaching people, what are the top sources of stress and overwhelm that you find? So people get overwhelmed because they don't have the energy to do it all. And I work a lot with women. And a lot of the time, women feel like they have to do it all. I don't know why society or... I don't know. I ask my wife all the time. I go, okay, so you're doing that big default. Why don't you just ask me to do it? And she's like, ah, it's just easier if I do it. You're going to ask me a lot of questions. I don't want to answer those. It's so true. Oh my gosh. I'm the same way. But we, when we don't ask for help, then we're drained and we can't give ourselves to our families, our friends, and our businesses the way that we should. So energy is a huge thing. And then it's where do we start? It's the overwhelm of finding solutions to give us those answers, really. Um, we want those answers, but where do we find them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm hearing you say um, the need to kind of do it all and then the overwhelm of just where to, where to begin, where to find those answers. 
we've got questions about specific things and we're going, where do I find those? People jump onto Facebook groups and they're asking and then they get a bazillion opinions, obviously. Yes. Um, Okay. So those are two places that you find. Um, Take me back in the midst of you owning your own businesses and, and growing businesses. What were some things that you felt like were most stressful or overwhelming for you? Uh, trying the, to do it all. Same thing. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have desires, obviously, like any business person does. You want to be able to get your passion into the world. And sometimes you use your emotions to get to, to catapult that, but you really have to look at what are those steps to actually get my message and my voice into the world. But where do you go? To, to find that. And when I started my entrepreneurial journey over 20 years ago, that was the number one thing that I kept asking myself, where can I go to get the answers to my questions? And I mean, this was before all of the resources <laughs> of the internet were available. Uh, I was in those chat. Do you remember chat rooms where yeah. you would Oh my gosh. Chat rooms. You'd go in and be like, Hey, I'm looking for a graphic designer. And then you just hope that somebody recommended a good person. Um, so it was that where I wanted the answers, but I didn't know where to go. Mm -hmm. And I, I was also juggling, you know, my, my family life as well. And so I think that if I had had a little bit more direction on where to go to get answers mm-hmm. while also cooking dinner and doing the laundry and making sure that my children were alive, yes. that business ownership probably would have been a little bit more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Take, take us back. What was the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey and how did that get you to kind of where you are now? Yeah. So I am a serial entrepreneur. I just, I love, I love this, but to over 20 years ago, I started a handmade card and invitation business. And that came from this love that I started with my grandma. We used to make cards together. It was this special time that we had. And when I was in my early twenties, I, I would, I actually made our, our wedding invitations for, for us. And, you know, people just were like, Hey, can you do this? And can you do this? And, um, it blossomed into this business. And through that, um, creative outlet, I also got into scrapbooking. That was, it's not a thing as much as it used to be, but I worked at scrapbook stores and people would pay me to make their scrapbook pages. And I was also on some online design teams and with that, um, a good scrapbook page is only as good as its, as its photo. And so I wanted to learn how to refine my photography to make my pages stand out so I could be published more in magazines. And I had taken a couple of years of photography back in high school, but I really wanted to learn the digital world because that's where it was going, film more into digital. So back in high so, school, was that dark room? Yes. Black and white. Okay. I did that for eight years straight all through. I was the, yeah, I was the head photographer for my high school and head photographer for my college and oversaw all the photography for yearbook and newspaper. I won a bunch of awards for sports photography and, oh yeah, I've worked at a newspaper as a sports photographer in high school. So I've I've spent a lot of time. I think a lot of brain cells are dead because of that (laughs) developer, you know, chemicals. So you smell your hands smell like that developer. Yes. Yeah. But there's nothing like that. Putting that paper in the developer and just seeing, I mean, yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah. 
every time you know you you ever watch those movies and it's like you see them take pictures and then they go back to the dark room and like they're it's like the undercover photos you know yeah. they don't do that anymore now they just look on the camera it's like you know i just loved it when they flip over the paper and it's like there's the person we're supposed to catch i know <laughs> But isn't that the way that society has gone? Like instant gratification. We need instant gratification. We're not willing to wait like we used to. But yeah, oh, I know there's nothing like a dark room like that. Oh, <laughs> so good. You got into digital photography. Oh, yes. So I got into digital photography and started refining my skills. I sought out a mentor and um, started taking classes online. And people started asking me to take their pictures. So it was great for my scrapbooking pages, but it really naturally morphed into people saying, hey, can you take my family's photos, et cetera, et cetera. So long story short, that's how I got into photography. And I was a professional photographer for over 10 years. I started out in Arizona. And we, when we moved back to Southern California is when I started to really blossom in my, in my business. And I got to photograph so many incredible clients. Some of them were NFL football players, which I love football. So I say that because I'm very proud of it and it's exciting. But I also got to teach other photographers all over the world online. And throughout that process, I realized I really love helping women build businesses because when I was younger, I actually had some adults tell me, you're probably not going to make very much of yourself because on paper, I, I really shouldn't be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to look at it statistically and those words from those adults crushed me mm-hmm. And I had to decide, do I let them define me or do I say, just watch me? And that's what I did. So I did everything that I could to learn in every area that I started to become passionate about. How can I be the best at this? And that was where photography was. And so I knew there were other women like me out there that didn't necessarily have a background or a degree. And I wanted to help them feel like if they had a passion or desire to have a business that they could do it and I could help them. So that's, that's how I, I started this. That's where you are. Yeah. With the blush pages. Yeah. So amazing. What a journey. Yeah. Uh, I remember all of those eras that you went through there from the photography to the scrapbooking, you know, I'm sure we've got a lot of those scrapbooks around here. Um, so yeah, those are, that's amazing. Okay. So people are wondering, what do I do next? How do I, you know, not, you know, have this, uh, desire to do it all. What are some healthy ways to kind of ditch that overwhelm and actually grow a business without all that stress, without all that overwhelm? Um, well, first of all, I always tell people boundaries, um, that's one thing that I wish that I had set at the very beginning of my businesses um, is know your limit and stick to that. How did that um, not work for you previously? I would. So when I was knee deep in photography, it was when people would inquire, I felt like I had to respond right away. If I didn't, then I would lose the, I would lose the potential client. Mm. And because of that, I was always connected to my computer or my smartphone and not being able to be really present in my relationships and my family. And it, it was tiring. It was overwhelming. I don't, I don't want to be in that space, but I didn't really know how to get out of it. And when I started practicing boundaries of like, I go in at 9am and I'm done by 430. 
those are my hours. And guess what? People don't die if I don't respond outside of those hours. So that's my number one thing that I tell people. Number two is learn how to hire help. It's okay that you don't like you don't know how to do something. You don't need to do it all. Let the people that are professionals in their field help you run your business. So, but I, but I don't have money to hire somebody. It just feels like I, I can't afford that. And that's okay. So, so then you decide. I want to learn how to make my own graphics. And so, it's you're trading money or you're trading time, and. You're going to either spend the time on the back end learning how to do all of this, or you're going to maybe then, if you don't have a lot of money to hire the people that have been doing it for years, find one of your creative friends that enjoys doing it that maybe isn't going to charge you very much or trade trade for your services. There's lots of ways around this. It's amazing how much our minds limit possibilities with, you know, whether it's, I don't have enough time, I don't know how to do it, I don't have enough money, I don't know anybody, uh, you know, our minds just become really limited. Uh, and there are so many possibilities today, especially with the internet, of accessing all of these resources, you're pretty much one step away from anything. And, you know, like you said, w- with the money issue, you do end up getting what you pay for oftentimes. But, um, you can, instead of hiring somebody 10 hours a week, you hire them two hours a week, you know, just to get a little bit of benefit, you know? So I, I love that. Yeah. I, I, I was actually a pastor for over 10 years and I had a, you know, staff of over a dozen people and management of that staff is just not my favorite thing. So when I transitioned 12 years ago into marketing in my own business, I just said, I don't want to have any employees. I'm just going to do everything on my own. It's just going to be a lot easier. And unfortunately, that limit limited my capacity to grow for many years, you know, and not until I was able to go, okay, I'm ready to get some other people to help me. Then boom, all of a sudden my time was able to be multiplied. So I love what you're saying. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. If you were to, if you were to say now, obviously it's different for every single business owner, but if there was a first hire or a first person that would help them, who would that person be? And you're right. It's different for every business. Um, graphic designers are, are big unless you are, first of all, it's a passion and you want to do it yourself, or you have amazing programs out there that can help you with that. Um, or a copywriter would be great. Social media marketing would be great. Um, or even a business coach. Mm -hmm. It's almost like which which areas, I guess, in the most pain, where's your biggest pain point? Yes. And is that pain point something that would actually propel your business forward? Because something could be painful, but it's not going to help your business. It's like, well, you got to figure that out somehow else. Um, but yeah, good. Okay. So you now love helping female entrepreneurs and business owners grow their businesses. And I know recently you've created something to do that, to kind of take away stress, to take away overwhelm to help them know where to go. It's called the blush pages. Why did you call it that? And what is it all about? Yes. Oh, I'm excited. You asked me this. So, um, years and years, um, ago, I, like I told you before, I wanted this one-stop shop of resources, community and education so that I could spend my time learning how to run my business 
in one space, not having to ask all these people all over the place or clicking or asking Google one space where I could do that because I have a family and people are busy. We want things to be easier. So I created the blush pages as that one-stop one-stop shop. And originally I had envisioned it to be this vendor directory. That's why it, it's the blush pages. It's a play off of the yellow pages. And I picked blush because it's one of my favorite colors and it's geared towards women. Um, I mean, men are also welcome, but <laughs> it's just geared towards women. Sure. But it started out as a vendor directory. And throughout the process of pivoting and learning of what, what the market needed, we added the it, this incredible community and really, really amazing resources for education in there as well. So I am, I am a certified story brand guide and I am also a certified Enneagram coach because I believe personal development is one of the key components to business success. And since I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, I have learned a lot of really great things, but I've also made some mistakes and I created this education called the success path within the blush pages to help entrepreneurs at any stage of their business be able to have a good foundation on where to start and grow from their market. I mean, it we cover so many things in there. So it's education, community, and a vendor directory. Those are the three components of the Blush Pages to help entrepreneurs run their businesses easier. Who would you say is best suited for the Blush Pages, like the, the absolute ideal person that would get the most out of it? I would say somebody that's been in business for two years or less. Mm -hmm. And that's somebody that whose primary business is online or part of their business is online. Yeah. Online business entrepreneurship is probably going to benefit the most from this, but um, people that have brick and mortar businesses are certainly welcome as well. The, 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 The stuff applies regardless. Sure. So when we're talking about stress and overwhelm, part of that is setting boundaries. I heard that. Um, obviously, the blush pages can help in terms of having a resource of people that can be a part of your life and encouraging you and providing vendors and all of this. How do you personally, beyond setting boundaries, create a sense of calm or rejuvenation in your life? Like, how do you do that personally? That is something I feel like I'm always working towards, but... Um, I have 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 three kids. I I don't know if they're in sports or activities right now because of, you know, the whole crazy pandemic, but kids have a lot of stuff going on. They do. They do. Um, I'm working really hard on figuring out what, what, what I want to do and what my needs are. Um, so that I can help those, my cup be filled to be able to pour into my other responsibilities in my family, but I have a, I have a deep relationship with, with Jesus. And so I pray a lot and, um, I, I use essential oils and just try to yoga when I, when I can, when I remember, but those are three things, um, prayer oils and yoga that I will try to incorporate into my daily or weekly life. Um, to help center me and keep me calm and grounded so that I can focus on the things that I know that I was put on this earth to do, which is to help empower and educate women to build their businesses. Mm. And, um, and when I can fill my cup and do what I'm made to do, then the rest of the family life just kind of falls in place. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you're praying to Jesus, slathering oil on yourself in a yoga pose. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Yeah, those three things are great. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so spirituality is a huge part, I think, of creating a sense of calmness in yoga. Um, yeah, all good stuff. All good stuff. Okay, so Melissa, if somebody's listening right now and they're feeling really stressed, really overwhelmed, <clears throat> and they're thinking, I don't know, I don't even know if I want to keep doing this business. I've only been doing it for like maybe 12 months, but I'm not making a lot of money. I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed. My partner's kind of questioning things. Like, what would you say to her? I would say, friend. I want you to remember why you started this. You have an incredible gift to give to this world. And yes, things can be overwhelming and frustrating and tiring. And I get it because I have been there and I'm still there some days. But you're made to do something much bigger than sometimes a paycheck can even provide. And I want you to remember why you're doing this. So try really hard not to focus on the things that are going wrong and focus on the things you have control over and set one goal for yourself today, whether that's reaching out to a friend to say, hey, I need you to hold me accountable to working out or, hey, I need you to hold me accountable to making sure that I clear my inbox out, whatever it is, one goal for today so that you're not overwhelmed with the hundred things that have to happen. Start with one thing and then every day work through that one thing and remember why you're doing this, why you started this. Mm, yes. So powerful. Thank you, Melissa, for, for sharing that encouragement. All right. So theblushpages.com. And of course, uh, we'll have links to your personal website, Melissa kohler.net and all your social media accounts but we want to make sure people are heading over to the blushpages.com and they'll check it out so yes. melissa thank you so much for being with me today i appreciate thank it you. i'm so i'm so happy to be able to talk to you thank you hey congrats on listening to another episode of inspiration rising why congrats because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart and that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949 949- 401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.